Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Let's, uh, let's do it while we can. Years ago, when I was at university, I was a philosophy student, and I was in this class called Providence and the Problem of Evil, and it was a small, small class, and we didn't meet in a classroom. We met at a restaurant or a house or a park. But we had serious discussions, and we only met once a week, so our time together was about three hours. So the day of September 11th uh, just happened to be our class day. And my professor, he and I were really close, super, super, super amazing person, married me and uh, my friends David and Heather, actually. He called me and he asked me what my feelings were about having class. I told him I was good with whatever he wanted to do, that I'd support his decision. And he said, I think we should meet. What better time to talk about problems of evil than on a day like today? So we met at this little Mexican food restaurant (laughs) in Abilene, Texas, and... I was really starting to bloom at that point in my life. I've always had the ability to talk. I've always had the ability to be a channel, as it were. But um, that particular evening... 
we were sitting around this big table, you know, and these are people that I know and several of them that I cared for. I had this thought cross my mind about that the issues of that day were going, the ramifications of what happened that day were going to far outweigh those who passed away in a tragedy that morning. That the consequences of that day were going to be devastating. It was going to take and rip families apart. It was going to cost people blood and treasure, our country, our livelihoods, our ability to see people who look differently, who look different than us in a certain way. I could see it as clear as day. And there was someone in the class and they were speaking directly to the idea of retaliation already. (laughs) It's crazy. And I could hear the vengeance coming off of them. And this is a person that, frankly, I didn't get his bit of being, trying to get this degree because... He seemed to want to show that he could go into discourse and force his will and his thought upon everyone. And I'm listening to him drone on and I'm having this thought in my head like, you idiot. (laughs) If we answer... And the way that you claim we'll lose so many more lives will cause so much heartache and pain. And that is not the way I really necessarily feel that we answer those kind of things. There's definitely times when I think people need to get their ass whipped. And really it was just more like, dude, back up off the trigger, man. And I raised my head up and I obviously made some sort of a sound or whatever, snarled or whatever. But right then, everyone looked at me and I stopped and I shook my head and I got up and I left like I was going to the bathroom or whatever, but. I walked outside and I I was trying to sort of figure out why when I saw what I saw in my mind's eye as clear as day, didn't I say something? And I walked out into the back alley and fired a smoke. And I was standing there in this restaurants and sort of out of town in town there was a sally and it was i was standing there and i got the i got these chills that came over me right 
heard this feeling like in one ear there was something telling me that they don't deserve to hear what you have to say and in the other it was saying you're going to say that and they're all going to laugh at you and I felt really really cold and all of a sudden I could feel I felt vulnerable and as I'm telling you this now I can feel the chill that came up my arms and I was staring down this alleyway into the darkness and I saw form and I saw eyes that were not kind and it looked at me to let me know that it was there the class dismissed Pretty soon thereafter, I I did not return, but I mean, I drove us all over there, so I was obviously going to wait. And David and Dr. Aquino were in the car with me, and I went to drop Aquino off first, and I pulled up, and he turned and he looked at me and he said Clint I want you to know that there were a lot of people in there that wanted to know what you had to say it took me a couple of days and then a couple of years and then a couple of lifetimes to realize what he meant to realize that he was right fantastic doctorate student that I was really I drove that guy crazy as well as my other philosophy professor because I was writing these essays and I would not turn them in and we were friends and I I didn't want him to think I was taking advantage of our friendship by just fucking off and not doing what I needed to do. But I had this, I kept thinking, man, I can't throw down my thoughts on this because what if they change? Like this doesn't, this is not going to be my final piece. And it was almost as if I didn't, I knew it was permanent when it was on that paper. And it took him deducting, you know, when you're slamming A's all the way and then you get docked 20 some odd points for tardiness. That was his way to kind of crack at me that Dude, you've got to put it out. And of course it's going to change. And no one will judge you for thinking today this in the future.
I want to thank um, a lot of you, a lot of you with some very kind words after the Cougar Hollow part one episode, the return, as it were. I'm blessed to have people who encourage me and I'm blessed to hear you guys the feedback it it's nice and it didn't take but almost a day before the thing that wants to keep me quiet to keep me down that oppressor who for some reason doesn't like what I have to say I mean physical ailment to my body 30 minutes 30 hours later I'm not kidding and every bit of sense in my head and want in my heart was to turn this effing machine off and go to bed I'm not attempting to purposefully be Job (laughs) I don't want everything taken away from me also that I can prove how much fight I have and how much faith I have I don't want it like that. Thank you for your encouragement. I I, I really, it means a lot. So, I'm going to do a couple of things with this little time that we have together. I'm going to get my thoughts out on the page and I'm going to say what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking. And even though I still have a feeling like they're all going to laugh at you, I'm going to keep going. I want to discuss flow and ascension and completing circles and I don't know how all of them will get out today but I'm a philosopher as well as many other things and other than radio when I got out of school the only thing I wanted to do was either go right back into doing radio or be a professor that was it and as most people will tell you neither one of those exactly moves the needle in the uh, income department the really cool thing about where I am getting with this podcast is that at the moment this is the vehicle which I'm spitting it out and there's going to be times 
when I tell you spooky stories. There's going to be times when I shoot the shit with really cool people. And there's going to be times where I just sit down and go. And I totally get it if you're not up for it. (laughs) I understand. But the thing is, like, when I have the faucet turned on and it's coming, if I don't open my mouth and speak, it backs up in me and it messes me up in a way I can't even describe to you. And you can ask the person that I love the most that I say all the time. You've got to understand when I'm talking like this, I am not talking at you. I'm talking at me. Because discourse is a conversation. It is actually the vocalization of thoughts. Comes in a way where you both hear them. As you put them together in your mind. As you elucidate, you also intake. And if there's a few people in said discourse, you have the chance to bat each other's ideas around. And that is how we gain greater understanding and enlightenment. The whole thing, man. The whole thing. And... I'll tell you, I had a really awesome audience of one for a while. And that was the, that's all I ever need. That one. But expectations. And the fact that we all know, we all know that there's been something fishy going on. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. And oppression is just that. It isn't like they all come in at one time and kick your door down and tell you, okay, this is how it's going to be now. You can't go anywhere. It's not like they do that all at once. They either give you something for free or make you think it's for free to lure you into some false sense of security and a way of thrusting your nose up in the air and or looking down your nose at others. get you there before they start to take away the things that all of a sudden they're gone they lull you into thinking they've got your best interest at heart and usually what I have come to know (laughs) is that if you're using a term like they in front of a sentence about best interest that's a lie I digress. There were a lot of days, a lot of them, 
especially for a several month period last year where I was here all by my lonesome. And that's not the problem. I can get by fine on my own because I love myself. I really do. But not so much when I'm keeping my mouth shut. And that was the thing that now looking back, I can realize that was the really source of my disgust at the way things were being handled. Was that I didn't open my mouth up and go. And though I may act like a person who talks to themselves all the time, usually if I'm talking to myself, I'm rapping or something, singing. Realizing that that is my output and my outlet is this thing right here. So like I said, I wanted to do either radio or be a professor because I like gabbing. And, you know, for a long time, just like if you wanted to talk into a microphone, you really kind of had to do radio the old-fashioned way. The invention of computers and what such. Microphones. Everybody's got a microphone now. Everybody's got a radio show. Some people, I think, are forgetting what the term radio actually means. It's a wave, so your podcast can't be a radio show. I'm sorry. It, it's just physically impossible. But uh, And also, if you wanted to be a philosopher, really, the only thing you could do is go be at a university. That's the trouble with the arts. <laughs> but not anymore. And it's interesting to hear how some of you reacted to one part of what I had to say a couple days ago and how some of you acted towards others. But getting that feedback and stuff, that continues stokes my fire and also the fact that I learned a really important lesson last night and that is as you're moving up a higher level of understanding I described it today as like we were playing the video game Donkey Kong you know climbing those ladders and next level next level next level you're moving up the board right and there was an actual end of board in arcade Donkey Kong if you haven't seen it fistful of quarters is fantastic but I was just using the analogy of Donkey Kong and moving up the levels and that there's a certain point, right, where you have to know exactly what to do, exactly when to do it to avoid those stupid barrels or you're done. And it takes a lot to get there. And 
do 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 maybe you finally pass level 22 well guess what you could still get smashed by a damn barrel in the first second on level 23 we're not going to get to a point where we have it all figured out we're not going to get to a point where all of a sudden it's easy and my expectation that because I knew of how lucky I was and what I had found let me drop my guard you know and I wasn't ready to get hit by those barrels and that same thing that was in that alleyway he's looking for any way he can to slow me down He's doing the same to you one way or the other. He's doing it to all of us. And we just got to push back. I think the end of the board in the Donkey Kong game where the game where you physically can't go any higher. You know, that's Zen right there. If you achieve that before you die, you're one of the few. One of the few. But even though you're most likely not going to achieve it, the chase and the understanding that comes from it is zen-like. There's no doubt about that in my mind. I was tired last night. And I thought that flipping one switch will make the whole thing go. And again, I was distracted by something I can't control. Just as much as I can't control whether you like this podcast any more than I can control the wind and the rain. I can't control what I put into it. And I forget that people want to hear what I have to say. I forget that I can be an inspiration. I forget you know we're in a really weird time You know that? What kind of world are we, people trying to force down our throat, where they're saying that you can't speak your mind about something? You can't disagree? You can't ask questions anymore? Or else we'll find the crap out of you or lock you in some creepy gulag with unlocked doors and rapists hanging in the hallways. What is going on? If we all continue to act scared to ask questions, you know what ends up happening? Nobody says anything and everybody believes everybody else believes what everybody else believes. So I better not say anything to him, her, that. Certainly don't go on Twitter because they will assassinate you 
in the most lame way possible. What the heck, right? Like, who is it hurting to say, hey, you know what? Something's kind of fishy about what's going on here. Who is that hurting? You know, YouTube has snitches. They actually pay old cat ladies to sit around and pull videos off the internet that they think are going to offend somebody. Unless, I mean, if you don't know, I live in the great state of Texas. And yeah, it does kick ass. And you know, we were the first place that opened up a year ago. (laughs) A year ago. And I think I heard a really wise man, um, you know, Adam Carolla, say not that long ago, what are we going to do? Lock everybody down and have the exact same mortality rate as a state that's been open for six months? Because that's where we are right now. But see, the thing that makes Texas, Texas is, especially in that little town down there that may or may not have something to do with me, we're about letting you do your thing because we're going to do ours. It's really weird because it's kind of the very thing that everybody is supposed to be patriotic about. And seeing as how creeping towards Memorial Day, you know, there's a lot of people who lost and gave and sacrificed so that we could be where we are. Now, you notice that? You see how I told you that I knew that our let's go bomb the shit out of whoever knocked the buildings down idea was a bad idea. And at the same time, there was conflict that was absolutely necessary. And it was absolutely necessary because it was the thing that stopped us from being in a situation where we were all under lock and key and guard and better not say anything about what we're doing. I don't know if you know what a fascist is. <laughs> There's a reason that Lebowski calls the sheriff of Malibu a fascist when he throws the coffee cup across the desk at him. See, Mussolini, that was basically his way of uh, keeping his political seat. He didn't want to get outvoted. He was not as pretty as some other people. He could speak a certain way, but... He was just like, you mean that guy's going to run against me for office? You know what? Let's just go kick his ass. And so they they literally had clubs. They're like (laughs) the fascist staple. And they would just jump guys, beat the crap out of them. And pretty soon you have thugs with clubs. And if you look at anybody the wrong way, you're going to get a beating. Or somebody in your family's gonna get a beating. 
or somebody you love is going to get a beating. Don't forget, we created that outlaw movement down here. Don't ever forget it. You might think you got something up there, bro. You might think so. Uh huh. Come on down here. We assassins. We the assassins. One of these evenings, I'm going to open a full clip, guys, on a couple of things like that and go. But that's not what today's about. It really does feel good to talk to you. And then a woman said, speak to us of joy and sorrow. And he answered, your joy is your sorrow unmasked. And the same well from which your laughter rises has often been filled with your tears and how else could you ever expect it to be that the deeper that sorrow carves into your being the more joy you can contain when you are joyous look deep in your heart and you shall find it is only that which has given you sorrow that has given you joy. When you are sorrowful, look again into your heart and you shall see that in truth, you're weeping for that which has been your delight. They are inseparable. Together they come. And when one sits alone with you, remember the other is asleep upon your bed. When you are sorrowful, look again in your heart and you shall see that in truth, you're weeping for that which has been your delight. The following is an outtake from my recording session the other day that I think is more of a deep dive than the intro to the Cougar Hollow podcast. I'm going to tag that here at the end. And, uh, I'll have that second episode of Cougar Hollow out for you guys soon. I'm going to rest for a minute. I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also that. Your joy is your sorrow unmasked. The same well 
from which your laughter comes was once filled with tears. And how else can it be? Please me, have no regrets. Love yourself and the rest will follow. Try to stay in the moment. Try to get in the flow. The universe is talking. If you listen to it. And not just through your boy. Thanks for being here. I'll talk to you in a couple. Say she love me, she don't love me like she said she love me Believe me, believe me I'm that nigga boy that love me in the street I'm not trying to find nobody else to be I'm the one they come to see because they are Believe me Hey, what's up guys? Remember me? Uh, you may not, but that's okay I'll reintroduce myself This is Clinton, and this is the podcast known as OK Talk. And I just want to take a second here, right at the very top, to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left you alone in those dark and dismal days of a global pandemic, the likes of which we may never recover. I owe you an apology because I owe myself an apology, honestly, I'm kind of pissed at myself because in being angry at the situation in the current state and the fact that people were allowing global oppression from an unseen fear to stop us all it made me angry and I acted like a baby and I stopped doing what I was here to do And when I started this podcast, I used to tell people that the moment that I started working for me, putting my art out there, the moment that I started that, my entire world opened up and everything that I had in my life was a result of it. Now that's a crazy thing to think of, but it is an example of following your flow. I don't just have signs up that say read the book. I've read it. And I know that the trick is to surrender to the flow. Because the moment you stop, you're swimming upstream. You're fighting the current. And it wasn't so much that I fought the current. Instead, I just got out of the water entirely. And I sat down and I complained And I made the people who love me miserable just as much as I 
made myself miserable. But alas, a light shined through my window. And much like Scrooge, after that ghost of the future shows him his horrible fate, which is around the corner, the way that he reacted that morning, that he realized, holy crap, I have another chance. I think that's uh, the most pure form of feeling like you're saved. And if I'm thankful for anything right now, it's that I'm thankful that I do have a chance. And um, not because uh, I got some super bug or whatever and I'm going to die. But I started realizing recently that I, I was finite, that I started to see my own mortality in so much as that I realized that the time we have here is given to us. But that is the only thing, the only thing that we would be judged on at the end of the day is what we did with that time and whether or not we took advantage of it. And I haven't been taking advantage of it. Yesterday, my friend David told me that me realizing my mortality, it's something that both of us have done because we had a, well, he had a family member. Um, I had a friend who lost their child. And all of a sudden, it was as if it dawned on me. I've never felt one time ever in my life like, holy crap, it's around the corner. I keep, I would tell people, like, I know that I'm not going to die right now because whenever I'm going to die, I'm going to know it's coming. I'm going to feel something different in the air. And I I do believe that. It wasn't like I think, oh my gosh, something's about to happen. It's just that I realized, man, you got to get up and go. And it's the beginning of a new cycle for me. My birthday was last week. And, um, Yeah, man, David said that that, that, that that thing that I was describing, that fear of being judged because I wasted time, he said, you know, that sounds a lot like in the Old Testament how they talk about the fear of God. And it's not the fear of God as in like, oh no, I'm scared that he, you know, I won't do the right thing and... I'll burn forever and ever. He'll turn me into a pillar of salt because I like penises in my bottom. It's not that. It's the realization of your mortality. And it's the realization that you have to take advantage of the time you're given because none of it's promised. And I'm not trying to preach or anything like that, but I just... uh, I had that realization and it's important for me to pass along to you, to tell the people that you love, that you love them and to keep fighting. The global oppression, the serpent wrapping itself around the stalk to strangle it, wants us to give up it wants us to stop and meanwhile it throws all kinds of distractions at us 
to confuse us. It gets us mad at one another over this and that bullshit that does not matter. I implore you to come at your life with a clarity like like I'm coming at mine now. And for someone who is supposed to speak and this was my gift this was my charge I'm sorry that I fell silent okay now I'm going to go ahead and say, just like it's a new dawn post-Scrooge, this is the next version. This is the next chapter of this podcast. This is the end, but the beginning. Just because it's the end of one act, one chapter, doesn't mean the book's not written doesn't mean there's more to come and though we cannot control the future what we can control is the role we're going to play in said future so please accept my apologies and understand that i really do hope you all are okay and now i'm going to climb up on the hilltop and do what i'm supposed to do see it may come as a shock to you people but sometimes i forget i'm a prophet (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to OK Talk. And OK Talk is what it is. And I can't describe it, neither can you. And that's why it's kick-ass. Thank you for still being here. If this is the first time you've ever heard my voice, what it do? You might be a little bit confused, but you're definitely intrigued. Oh, and uh, I just have to say this real quick. Moment of silence for Matt Stoker. So, in saying that, um, this isn't going to be one of those podcasts where I put it out and you don't hear from me for a year, or it's not going to be confusing and you're trying to make, uh, you know, trying to cryptic messages and trying to figure out what I'm trying to say. All of that was a product of me trying to figure out what I'm trying to say and how I was going to do it and how I was going to line up to finish one thing and move to the other and do what I am supposed to do, which that is tell stories of renowned. The real truth is that devil in the creek, he's the one who doesn't want to be exposed, but I'm not afraid of that. I'm certainly not afraid of his and the soldiers that work in his stead. And as for the podcast, it's going to be what it was always intended to be. It's going to be my vehicle to do my thing. And sometimes you'll like it. Sometimes you'll hate it. I don't really care. I'm doing it for me and the people who come along with me. I'm happy to have you. But as for right this second. We're going to move forward with that. 
bitch, you hate me. I'm never wrong, my time I thought I was wrong and I was only mistaken. I live all alone, no house, telephone, talk to you later. I'm never home, my time I thought I was home and it was only the matrix. Off button, pause button, stop button, lock button, belly button, big ol' titty, she pop buttons, head button, Versace button, down on button to the top button. Percocets, that's my buttons, hit the pop button. Psychopath, blunt big, big as Mama June off the diet plan, smoking science lab. I should have a tattoo that say I'm nothing like my dad. Jesus Christ, hey man, my hand in the second hand. She see righteous plans, I see business plans. Then I lose my mind and my attention span. She see empty hands like ooh lordy, smelling like cool water. Just got the new Cardi, yeah, the roll it was too salty. That's rich nigga problem to order. My little bitch body a trophy. Naked pics five in the morning. Sunglasses smiling emoji. Pull up on the app surprise party, but I get up and stand up like Bob Marley. That is your homie, he died for you. Check your home screen, that's God calling. We making an impact, my nigga. We not just black nigga, we rich and black nigga. And all of them bitches, they been after niggas. They run away, then they come living back, nigga. Amen. Feeling like I father. Should I get off my high horse? To get on my flying horses. That's rich nigga, probably avoid it. My little bitch body will solve it. And when you say timber, please, will you whisper? My nigga, I'm quietly falling. If love me was wrong, I don't wanna be right there, bitch, you hate me. Yeah. I'm never wrong, once I thought I was wrong, now it's only mistaken. Yeah. I live all alone, know how to tell the phone, talk to you later. Yeah. I'm never home, time I thought I was home, and it was only the major. Hello? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.